It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, this is George Gamon. I think you can hear me, this little thingamajiggy bobber with the timer. and So I guess I'm on air now. So how's everybody? I'm back. It's Thursday. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And I hope you're having a beautiful, glorious day and having some fun. It's almost Christmas. We got less than a week. Hopefully you're, you know... I guess I think it's more important at this time of the year to think about friends and family. And there was that quote that I got today from oh, passiton.org and passiton.org basically or .com or whatever they call themselves, right? All of the above, right? Pass them, pass it on. Let me let me see if I can find the quote real quick. If I can't, I'll move on. I, I promise I won't stick too long with this one. But the quote for the day is, my family is my life, and everything else comes second as far as what's important to me. Now, I think that's a really cool quote, but when you say family, I, I think of extended family. I think family is not just blood. Family is people that are really close to you. Well, that person you grew up with and you've known since the fourth grade, and they're amazing human beings. And yeah, that kind of people, right? Those people that you've known all your life or that person, you just say, hey, that's great chemistry. You know, sometimes we all we don't always choose. We can't choose our family, but we can choose who we love, right? Cool. So that's what we're talking about is love. And, you know, I've studied this topic, this concept, this idea about relationships and love for a long time through school and through my work with people as an empath and or in, in, excuse me, intuitive. Not a lot, of, just a lot of energy about love and what love is. And I guess love is a couple of things, really. One of the things I talked about love was this idea of being in love or loving somebody. What's the difference? Well, being in love with somebody means that you respect that person. You can, you're able to forgive that person. You're able to trust that person. You're able to appreciate that person. You're unselfish when you're with that person. It's just being in love is a whole different kind of love type energies all put together and bottled together. So that's being in love. Now I can say I love you. I can, you know, I can extend out to you and anyone the energy of love, and that's kind of what I'm here to do anyway. So, or you can love your pets, right? But you don't necessarily get that same thing back. Now you do get unconditional love from your pet. Excuse me, from your pets, and that's very important. And so I would say that in a partnership of being in love, it is unconditional. Ah, being in love is unconditional. Think about that for a while. Being in love is unconditional. So today we're going to talk a little bit more about a different topic, and then we're going to talk to my spirit guides a little bit and see what they have to say about oh, what love and all this stuff. I think. I kind of wanted them to talk to you a little bit about, because we're going to talk about love language. 
Am I getting a little wired here? I'm a little strung out. I'm hot, high on this idea of love language. And I learned the concept a few years ago, and I wasn't really familiar with it. And so we're going to get into it because, well, there's five love languages according to all the writings on love languages. Okay, there's five of them. And each one, we all have a primary. It's like a lot of things. We have a primary love language, and then we probably have the other ones in, 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 you know, in order of what's in priority to do. But everybody has a prior, priority the love letter. Love language, I'm sorry, love language. So everybody has a priority. Do you believe that? So we'll get get through the five, and we'll talk about that. We'll get through the five, and then you can kind of determine which one's yours. But more important than which one is yours is really which one is your partner, that person that you love. What is their love language? It's good to know your own. Because then you can share it with somebody else that you're in love with. Well, this is my love language. This is what my priority one, top number one is, number two, and so forth and so on, if you want to go to that depth of love languages. But it's really more important to really understand your, your partner's love language. Does that make sense? What is your partner's love language? Because that way you can express to them and be open with them about things. You, you know, it kind of, turns them on or kind of makes them feel good about your relationship with them. In my doing psychic work or intuitive work, whatever you call it, you know, I talk to a lot of women, probably 80, 20 women to men, maybe even 90, 10 women to men. It just seems like a lot. And a lot of women, you know, they, they cannot, they, they're, they're upset with their partner for one reason or another. What's he thinking about me? And, to understand him a little bit more, if you understood his love language a little bit more and how he expresses it, how he expresses what's going on inside him towards you, would you probably wouldn't need to call a psychic. <laughs> you wouldn't need to call somebody else. You would get it. You would understand him a little deeper and a little to at, a, at more of an intense level than just saying he doesn't communicate. Well, maybe he's communicating in a way that's different. He's not communicating to you according to your love language. He's communicating to you according to his love language, and so you're not in sync. You're two different places, and that, that's not good for a relationship, is it, when you're not, not connecting? Your love languages are different. So let's get into the five. And then we'll let my spirit teachers and we'll let my spirit guides expand on these five a little bit more. And and then we can go from there. And we'll do number one. And I, th I think these are really kind of interesting. Now, you may have a little – there may be a little different ones, okay, than this. But I, these are the five basic and you can expand on them. And the article is from She Knows, which is the website, sheknows.com. And I'm going to share this on Facebook for those who have joined me on Facebook. If you haven't, you know, follow me, George Gabon, spiritual, whatever, whatever, you know, whatever I call myself. I don't know, just look me up uh, on Facebook. 
the the original author on love languages was by Dr. Gary Chapman. Okay, and this is a lot of studying over years of research, and I love the idea that people can study people and kind of get an idea. He 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 had more than thirty years of counseling people, couples, okay, kind of came up with this idea that we have distinct love languages. And there's even a quiz on his website. So if you look at my Facebook page, you can see that this article, and it'll link you to his uh, website. So you can figure out what your love language is. But you know, some most of these, will, you, it's pretty easy to identify how you like to communicate and the key ingredient here is understanding how your partner loves to be understood or how your par- partner likes to receive the love messages. And if you don't know, then it's good to discuss this you know, with an open heart and an open mind to say, okay, what, you know, I've been reading about or you know, I've introduced to this idea of love languages. And so let, let's, let's take the quiz together and see what, what we come up with, right? Number one. Words of affirmation, affirmation. According to Dr. Chapman, this language uses words to affirm other people. For those who prefer the words of affirmation language, hearing I love you and other compliments are what they value the most. Words hold real value within this language. So it's about the verbal thing. It's, it's what you're saying to you. It's, it's those words of appreciation. And you can say, I love you, but I really appreciate you. You look really good today. I love that outfit. Oh, you, oh, you did your hair. It looks really marvelous today, really. Um, you're looking really fit. You're looking really good. You've been working out a lot? Yeah, I can tell you're working out. Hey, you're looking really good after your workout. I don't how how it, what could a woman say to me? I mean, I, I don't think this is my number one words of I, I mean, yeah, I don't think so, but what could a woman say to me? You look nice today. You look good today. You look healthy today. You look rested today. I appreciate you. I appreciate you a lot. I really appreciate what you do for me. Okay? All of those lovely words. So words of affirmation, words of encouragement, words of inspiration, you know, being, yeah, so it depends on the person, right? How about the next one, number two? Let's think about number two. Number two is quality time. I don't know if you've known anybody that what's really important to you, that person, is time, the time that you give them. Okay, let me read the article and think about this. This language is all about giving the other person your undivided attention. No, notice that undivided attention. It doesn't mean that you're you're kind of there with them, but you're looking at your phone or you're watching a sports show or a cooking show or something. You really honed in on that purpose person. You really connected to that person. Okay? So quality time. For those okay, let's go let's go back to the article. Unlike the words of language, talk is cheap. Being a loved one's main focus leaves quality timers feeling satisfied and comforted. Distractions, postponed dates, or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful to these individuals. Being for them is crucial. Now, if you have a relationship and you're with somebody and they're working all the time, always working, never around, never giving quality time, kind of superficial time, that doesn't work. doesn't work for that person. 
doesn't now we all have all of these to some degree within our makeup i think we evolved all of these mean something to us okay okay all of these mean something to us but that one's really important to a lot of people so so think about it does your partner really appreciate the time together that you carve out time that you set aside those dates those dinners together or they cook for you and we just sit now that's going to get into another one in a minute but think about that think about that do they really appreciate your time are you too busy for them Nah, you don't give them a lot of time and when you okay here's another one i love this this thought on that one when you're with them, are you focused on them or are you talking about yourself? Oh, well, I did this today and I did that today and I accomplished this and I accomplished that and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. that. That's not quality time. It's listening to them, listening, giving them a – well, we'll get into the, some other ones. They're all kind of interrelated and, and some of them fit together really nicely, right? You know, quality time could be affirmations, too, or encouraging them or saying thank you, appreciate you. So, you know, during that time, you may use all of these other ones, but it's about that really focused time with that person. You know, do you break dates? This is, this is, I probably, this is high on my list. Quality time is really high on my list of having somebody in my life who really wants to be with me and spend time with me and focus on me for a few minutes. I mean, I, and I reverse that if that's important to them, right? Number three. Uh, number three is really important for some people, but let, let's. there's a qualifier to number three that we have to be really careful with, and that's the expense, right? Dr. Chapman, receiving gifts is number three. Dr. Chapman says for some people what makes them feel most loved is to receive tangible gifts. But this could be little things. Okay, and let me explain what I mean by that. That doesn't necessarily mean the person is materialistic, but a meaningful or thoughtful present will make them feel appreciated. So it's to get to that place, you really need to know somebody really well. What do they like? What do they don't like? What do they enjoy? And, and a gift should it, it could be anything. You know, if they've been talking about a certain thing, buy it for them. You know, it doesn't have to be expensive. Right? I was at the market, and I know you really like these. I know you like this dark chocolate, so I bought you some. Okay, doesn't cost a lot of money, dark chocolate. Or I, I knew that you would really love these flowers because you love flowers. Or you love this plant. Or, you know, I think you've been reading. I, you know, I'm going to get send you this ebook. I think you would really appreciate it. Little things. It doesn't have to be expensive. No, so... But you have to know, is that their love language? That one's not high on my list. Okay, that's, I would say, quality time so far is my number one. Words of affirmation are number two, and receiving gifts is number three. So I would say that, okay, that's not as important to me, okay? But what about you? Is that important to you? And have you expressed it to your partner? That's the key ingredient here. Have you really told your partner that this is really important to me. This is my, you know, I know you love me because you share things with me and you give things to me. It could be simple, right? Okay, let's let's go on because other ones are really important too. Number four, interesting one. Number four, acts of service. Okay, that's doing little. Not a lot of men are this. A lot of men fall into this category of this being something that they like to do 
and it's something that's important to them, but it's the way they speak their language. It's the way men speak their love language. And so you have to understand men because a lot of men are not verbal, okay? They may not want to share words of affirmation, oh, I love you, dear, so much, and all that stuff. Or they may be really busy, and they can't give you a lot of quality time. But they want to give you some, but they can't give you a lot. But acts of service for a lot of men is really important. So, so women, listen, listen carefully on this one, because this is really a good one. For these people, actions speak louder than words. People who speak the language of service want their pers- partner to recognize that life is rough, and help them out in any way possible. Learning a help, lending a helping hand shows who you really care. People who thrive in this language do not deal well with broken promises or perceived laziness, or they have little tolerance for people who make more work for them. Okay, okay, acts of service. Let's say your partner is really into acts of service, right? And so, you clean up for them. You do the dishes for them. You fix their car. You do you do little things around the house. You you participate in the home. You participate in the garden. It, you participate in doing things for them. You take the trash out with, without being asked, right? You you know oh there's a plumbing problem. I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. Um, oh your car. You know I just washed your car for you. I just took your car out and washed it. I filled it up with gas and washed it. Acts of service. So think about it. Does your partner crave acts of service, the little things? And now, is that your love language? Is that the thing that you can do for somebody? Is that how you feel comfortable expressing love? See, it's not only just what your partner loves. Now, it's great if your partner is really into acts of service and they really appreciate the little things that you do for them and that's your way of expressing love. Okay. Now you can see where there's a misconnection. Let's say your partner just appreciates you doing little things for them. Just, just cleaning up after yourself, doing little things around the house, having the car repaired, make sure it's taken care of, you know, da, 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 whatever it is that they appreciate. Right. You went to the dry cleaner for them. You you picked up stuff for them. You did little things, acts of service for them. That's really important because they could be really busy. And then some men need that too, right? Some men need that also because we, you know, men can get really busy and they really appreciate your acts of service. Okay? So I lost my page. Hope it comes back. Oh, it's back. It scared me there for a minute. Um, okay. So you have to understand now, as I was saying, if if your language that you speak is through acts of service and your partner loves your acts of service, you have a really great connection. But it doesn't mean that you can't be one or the other. But if you were, if you speak I love you, then you need to follow it up with acts of service towards that person, right? It's not just saying the words. It's for a person who appreciates acts of service, you have to do something for them, okay? Okay, the next one, number five. And this is where people trip up. And and some people, this is not their love language, okay? I mean, I've known people like that. Not that, okay, let me get into the number five a little bit, and then we'll delve into why some people just is not as important as the other ones, right? Number five, Physical touch. Let me read what they say here. To this person, nothing speaks more deeply than appropriate touch. 
that doesn't mean only in the bedroom. Everyday physical connections like hand-holding, kissing, or any type of reaffirming physical contact is greatly appreciated. A person who speaks the language of physical touch isn't necessarily over the top, but getting a little touchy-feely does make them feel safe and loved. Any instance of physical abuse is a total deal-breaker. I would say that's my number one or number two. Uh, the acts of service, you can do things for me, and I appreciate it, but I, I'm used to taking care of myself. <laughs> Here, mine looks like it sounds like I'm fishing for a partner, but uh, well, I'm just explaining from my personal thing, and maybe you can look at your own personal life and go, yeah, I know. That's really important to me. You know, somebody that can hold my hand or walk in public or give me a hug or, or kiss on the cheek. Wow. And in my case, and you might look back at your history, maybe as a child you didn't get enough of that. So now you're kind of craving it, and that's what means to you is love. You know, we learn things from our parents, and maybe this is what's really important to you is that physical connection. So is it that – or do you understand that that's really, really important to your partner? So I would ask you – you know, you go through the number all five here and you think about them. What are your priorities? You know, I don't think you're 100% one or zero, all any, any other one. But so words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, physical touch. What's your number one? What's your number two? Mine would be uh, number, number one would be the affirmations. But I think number two, really close is a physical touch. And then. That quality time would be three, and then receiving gifts is four, and acts of service is five. So that's me. So if you were in a relationship with me, you would understand that that's what I appreciate. Now, if you're not capable of giving physical touch, you're not the warm, fuzzy kind, we may have a problem. We may have a problem. But so you have to kind of understand in a relationship, really probably fairly soon into a relationship, and it's something to discuss what are your what is your love language and how is it different and how do you express it and how do you like to receive it because there's two sides how do you like to express it and how do you like to receive it and i and i and i kind of believe that if if physical touch is important to you physical touch is important for you to give if giving receiving gifts is important then giving gifts is important to you because you're usually going to say well if one is important to me receiving then it's important for me to be giving that right so your partner needs to understand that and then sometimes you have to adapt if you're really into somebody really care about somebody you'll adapt to their love language okay got it so i have a few minutes left in the show tomorrow, I want to hear what you have to say. I, I want to hear about your love questions tomorrow about love. I want to hear more about what your questions are. What are your questions about your love and your relationships? So for the next few minutes, I'm going to let my spirit teachers talk to you about this, the Sarah group, and what they may have to say a comment on this. Communication. All levels and all forms of a communication are really important for people. Humans thrive on communication. So as George was saying, there are five different ways of communicating to somebody. It isn't just verbal. Now, one, one that they didn't talk about here is body language. Body language. Think about that. Some people read body language 
So what is your body language when you're around somebody? Are you open with them? Is your body open or are you closed off? Are you smiling all the time with that person or are you frowning all the time? What is your you do you look indifferent towards them or are you fully engaged? Are there are your eyes locked in on them with warmth in your face or are you cold and indifferent? So we would say that okay, number 6 would be body language. What body language does your partner appreciate? Or don't don't they appreciate any? They don't really care. <laughs> That's very, very rare that people don't care about your body language because they want you to be open to them and they want you to they want to know that you're with them and engage them from a body language point of view. You know, they, what's the thing about body language is more important. Ver, nonverbal signals are more important than verbal, verbal signals. Well, as George was just talking about in affirmation, some people, the verbal singles, the verbal love language is really, really important. What is important? How did you get there? How did we, you develop that? Well, some of it's genetic. Some of it's your soul. Your soul has – you've brought from lifetime to lifetime certain languages that you've appreciated from other lifetimes because in that particular lifetime, your relationship was based around a certain body language and you felt really good with your partner and they did really great things for you. And so you carried that forward and in your soulfulness, in your soul energy. You've carried that in, in that soul language you've carried that forward now some of it's from childhood of course because your parents displayed certain love languages towards each other and you you notice that they were really happy together and they they shared a lot of things and 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 they appreciate each other and your the father was able to express to the mother in a way that she understood love and so you pick that up you go oh yeah that's it well this is mine and and so you learn from your parents. A lot of times you'll learn from the opposite, your mother. You will learn the love language of your mother, and you'll apply it to yourself. And then sometimes your father. So it, it just depends on your circumstances. So it comes from a variety of different areas. It could be genetic, right? It could be behavioral or environmental, family. And it could be from your soul because you've had many lifetimes with certain individuals and you've known from those lifetimes how you like to be appreciated and how you like to be shown love. So remember, what is yours? What is your love language? This is important. A lot of relationships can grow and prosper when you understand how the other person likes to be communicated to. Do they like to be communicated to by physical touch without words? Just holding hands, a hug, a kiss on the cheek, just the tenderness, the the intimacy between two people. That's the language. They know they love you because you do these things for them. Or they want to hear the words. They want to hear what you have to say. They want to hear the sincerity in your voice, the respect in your voice. They want to feel that you're expressing love in a way that is meaningful to them. When you say these words, they can just really feel it, that this is, this is something that you really do believe, the way you express it, right? Not just saying, I love you, but how you express, I love you. How you put it across to them, how you say it is meaningful. So the verbal is important, but it's also how you say the verbal to them. It's not just, oh, in passing, well, I love you. 
that's not deep. That's not rich. It has no quality of energy to it. So if you're putting a high vibrational energy into the words, now you could use that for that high vibrational expression and all the other ones. The gift, is it thoughtful? Is something that you know that they would appreciate? You know that they would, or you just buy something because you like it. I like this, so I'll give them. But that might be something that they like. So it's that kind of communication. It's thought out. It's expressed in a way out of love because you know that person, right? Knowing what they appreciate you doing, like doing the taxes. I hate doing taxes, right? But they, you do the taxes. You're doing very well. You, you, you take care of all the finances. You take care of all the bill paying. Well, they appreciate that. That's important to them because eh, they're not good at it. They love you for doing it, right? That's how you express it to them is by taking over these responsibilities that they may not prefer. That's doing little things for them. The physical touch, the same thing. They just really want that physical touch. And then the quality time. Some people crave quality time. Some people like the independent. I'm going to go read a book and you can watch TV. But those people, there are people that you know are watching and going, you know, I wish they were with me. I wish they'd share this time with me. It's just quality time for us together. So think about those things. Think about those things. Think about your partner. Think about your language and also your partner's language. And then sometimes you have to compromise. You have to go down the ladder a little bit to pick a language that they appreciate. And then you can put yours in there too, right? You can put theirs if you're a verbal. Maybe have to tone that down a little bit and do the gift, giving a little bit more of yourself to them. Okay? So that's we'd encourage you to really look into yourself and to look into others that you're with and how you expressed it to them. So thank you for listening. Have a beautiful day. Bye. Okay, that's what my spirit guides had to say about the subject. I don't know. We got this little thing is off, so I don't know how many seconds I have left. So, again, if you need my help, if I can talk to you about love and your relationships and let my spirit teachers talk to you about love or even your ancestors talk to you about love and what would work for you and what and how it can help you to grow your love and your relationships with others. So I'd love to do that. So you can contact, working on my website, you can go to the messenger, you can write me from there, or you can call me, or you can email me, or text me, because you know, it's a cell phone, so you can text me if you want to talk to me more and you want to get more information on how I can assist you in your relationship, in your love. And then we'll talk about love language. We'll talk about you identifying what's important to your partner and how you can adjust yourself to work with that okay so love you guys i'm not sure i think we're out of time bye Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.